Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ridiculous News is a production of iHeartRadio and Cool 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 Audio. With amazing and crazy topics to pick and to choose, you are now tuned in to Ridiculous News. With interesting views on breaking the rules of broadcasting and all sorts of wild reports to keep us laughing. With funny, off-brand, upbeat journalism, the strange and unusual stories of what we give them. When it's all about ridiculous news everywhere, we talking about ridiculous news over here. Hey everyone, welcome to Ridiculous News. Not your average news show, we cover stuff you didn't realize was news. From the wild and funny, to the deep and hidden, to the absolutely ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. ridiculous. (laughs) I'm Bill Worley. I'm an Atlanta-based filmmaker. I'm a comedian, and Mark, I'm feeling super grateful today because I live in Atlanta, ATL baby. I'm surrounded by amazing friends and family and talented people like you. And even though it's cloudy outside, you go up high enough, Mark, and there's blue sky. (laughs) I love it. Uh, uh, hey, everyone. I'm Mark Kendall. I'm an Atlanta-based comedian. Uh, and Bill, I will uh, follow your lead here. I'm also grateful for all the wonderful folks uh, in my life, yourself included, and uh, uh, our amazing listeners. And, you know, I'm ready to talk about some news today, baby. Yeah, um, yeah, let's talk. Y'all, today is our final weekly roundup episode. So in addition to discussing headlines that caught our eye recently... Uh, We'll also be doing some fun final episode surprises, reminiscing, giving thanks, uh, and also just spreading love because it's our Valentine's Day episode uh, and we love y'all. So we wanted this to be, you know, an episode of love for y'all. Yes, we love y'all. And we wanted to thank y'all so much from the bottom of our loving hearts for being part of this journey with us. Uh, You know, first off, you know, we've had so many amazing guests and and segments and fun times. And it's impossible. The episode would be 10 hours long if we pulled everything (laughs) from everyone. So we just so pulled a couple just favorite moments. And these first couple are from... Uh, a segment that we do called Make It Spooky. Now, Make It Spooky was initially a segment where we gave people headlines and they had to make them sound spooky and intense uh, and usually very fun, normal news headlines. It evolved as the show evolved 
to get them to do very different things, whether it was impressions. And you'll see uh, these are some of our favorite variations from Make It Spooky. And we'll start with the great executive producer, Noel Brown himself. Uh, here's a clip of Noel's uh, Make It Spooky. Uh, we're going to give you another headline. Uh, but this time, we want you to read it in the voice of Werner Herzog. All right? Okay. okay. So Bill's going to share this next headline with you. And if you could read it, it's Werner Herzog. That'd be amazing. Massachusetts Museum returns sacred items to Sioux tribes. <laughs> That's fantastic. Brilliant. If, if I could read all my articles about museums giving items back to people that deserve them or they belong yeah. to in a Werner Herzog voice, that, that'd be amazing. Well, he, 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 does, he, he could hear that guy read the phone book, but he, he, yeah. he had this one quote where he's like asking somebody, he's like doing a Q&A and someone asked him about Pokemon Go and he goes, tell me, do these Pokemon, when they meet in the streets, is there murder? <laughs> is there violence? <laughs> what an amazing he adds pathos to just anything, you know? That's, just, that's the man. That clip, I thought Warner was in the studio with us. <laughs> I, I mean, so <laughs> he's so good at that. He's yeah. so damn good at that. It's amazing. That was really it. funny. That was really uh, funny. Well, we got a, another great episode. We have Dr. Janine Abrams-McLean on the show and asked her to make it spooky as well. But we threw a fun twist her way, and then she knocked it out of the park. So Yeah, this was, this was her... Um, she said that she was such a fan of Broadway musicals earlier in the episode, and then she pulled this off. Whenever you're ready. Man builds benches for the bus stops after seeing a woman sitting in the dirt. <laughs> oh my God, that's amazing. I, so... That 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 reaction was real. We did not know that she could sing. Not we're kind of like putting her on the spot, like trying to like, oh, this will be like like fun pressure, not like bad pressure, but like fun pressure. We'll have a laugh. We'll sing. And then she just sings for real. Like we know her from Fair Count, the amazing organization that works to help people get voting, make sure that they're properly represented in the census, things like that. You know, this brilliant, brilliant person had no idea that her music background went so deep. And then she just pulls that out of nowhere. Uh, so fun. No warm up, no nothing. No, just yeah. like no nothing. She just pulled that off. And you know, speaking of amazing voices, uh, you know, Jamie Allylaw, who's been a guest on the pod multiple times, absolutely um, surprised us with her amazing voice on this clip. Now, this one, this one, I've got to read this article. Okay. <laughs> Jump. Queen made it through mating season with her reign in talks. <laughs> I mean, is that that's what we're calling it now with bees, right? Her reign. That's the nice way, you know, we, we refer to it as her reign. I'm congratulations, uh, Monkey Queen. Yes. Japan's yes. Monkey Queen, to be yes. specific. Incredible voice, you know. <laughs> you you got to see it live as well. It's great recorded. You also got to see her perform live. Follow her, yeah. uh, sang Miss Jamie. Yeah, yeah, Mark, when you play with her live, and I I finally got to see them do a show live at a, a at a 
really cool venue here in Atlanta, and it was mind blowing. It's, I mean, every time she sings, it's mind blowing. Yeah. And that in particular uh, bit that y'all did was so cool. Um, really, really enjoyed it. And you know, she was jumping out of characters. Mark, you've had amazing characters there. It's impossible to 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 remember every single amazing character that you've had. But one of my favorite characters, because we, we again we don't have time to do everything, but I don't think I've ever left as hard as when Shonic was a guest and pulled out this character, Mark. Absolutely. So Atlanta comic, Shonic got Kendi. He's so funny. Um, he's he, he's unique because you know he has jokes. He's a stand-up where he's like, he's got the prepared jokes, but he's also a brilliant improviser. So the last per minute don't decrease just because it's coming off the top of his head, you, you know? And right. he's just so, I mean this in, a, in the best way, he's so silly and goofy. And mm-hmm. <laughs> this character yeah. um, was a lot of fun. He just invented off the spot. And uh, yeah, this is a longer clip because it just makes me laugh the whole thing. <laughs> and so I put a longer one in it. You guys enjoy Shonik's character here. You know, we have a lot of special guests, you know, come through the studio, some that you wouldn't even think would be able to make it. But we are in luck um, because that very heron that swallowed that rat is with us here today. And so we're so excited to get to talk to them. So, uh, Heron, it's great to meet you. It's great to meet you. Yeah, what the fuck is up? <laughs> Whoa, yeah, you're definitely from <laughs> yeah, New York. Yeah, border race, baby. Go Mets, go Jets. What the fuck is up? <laughs> so, so what, what's your name, uh, Heron? Uh, My name's Great Blue. Mick. I'm an I. I'm Irish by by trade. <laughs> by trade. So, what do you what oh, do you buy? What do you buy? Birth. It. Uh, by birth, oh, I'm okay. Irish. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, <laughs> but culturally, <laughs> I'm Irish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is great. Big press week for me. Well, that's oh, kind of yeah. what I wanted to talk about. I mean, it's just like you, you, you ate a yeah. rat. It got caught on camera. A lot of people have been applauding you. Can you kind of like walk us mm-hmm. through the event of what happened? I mean, you're out there. You're on a pond in Central Park, living your life. How do you come across a rat? Sure. In a pond? Like, walk us through that. So I was pretty hungover. I uh, was down at this thing that my buddy Ricky was doing in Central Park. And whole night I was trying to hook up with this girl. Uh, sorry. She's not a girl. She's a pigeon. And uh, she was... She was being pretty flighty. Get it? Get it? Pretty good. That's but she was leading me on. I was going from tree to tree, branch to branch, kind of talk to this girl. And uh, finally, she came out with the news she's married. And I was like, listen, babe, I'm not trying to get into no love triangle. Okay? I've been in too many of those. I'm an old man now. And uh, I pop <laughs> I tied a few more on with my cousin Ricky, and it was time for me to go. And, uh, you know, I was just like, I got to get something in my system if I'm going to be up for work tomorrow. And uh, then I saw the rat, and I took a bite. He was pretty juicy. <laughs> and I had the whole thing, and that's when it got, got. I didn't even find out till it went viral. And that was like a day later. I had a whole day to be hungover. Yeah, just 
uh, again, I, I, there's there. The, thank you, Shauna, for blessing us with that. And you know, shout out. You know, there's tons of great characters. We go on our Instagram. You can see a lot of the other amazing characters folks did. I, that one in particular just popped into my head, and so thankful to him and all the amazing guests and all the amazing comedians and experts that we've had on the show, dropping their knowledge and dropping their talent. I've just dropped in. It's oh me, my God. Batman. Oh my God, Batman's back. Hello, this Bill. Hello, Mark. I heard it's your last episode, so I would be remiss if I did not come by to share one very important thing. It's been great getting to watch y'all do your episodes, but since you might be moving on to other things, I wanted to give you a special invite to the Justice League. Oh my God, we're gonna, Mark, we're going to be in the Justice League. We need some clerical administrators, you know, people that can handle oh, calls, oh. you know what I'm saying, handle voicemails, oh. and on occasion, <laughs> save the world. Okay, so it looks like an admin position, kind of, you know. We offer, admin. you know, weekends off, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> custom-made costumes, and free oh, access that's... to the cafeteria for lunch. Oh, for free lunch. Right, right. The breakfast and dinner is extra, but there's a oh, very okay. competitive meal plan available. Okay, okay great. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you all consider it. You have my love. Bat oh, wait, Bill, what's that over there? Oh, my God. What is that? Wait, Bill. Batman, he just vanished. He did that thing where we look oh, the other way, and then yeah, he like is gone out the window. You think I would have not fallen for it. That That's what time, you, I mean, I, I fell for it, too, gets, man. I fell for it, too. every time. We're going to take a quick break to hear a word from our sponsor. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing. Right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. With amazing and crazy topics for picking to choose, you are now tuned in to Ridiculous News. Okay, y'all, we're back. And for the main course today, of course, this being the final episode, we want to talk about gratitude, um, why it's important, and the amazing experience that we've had. And, and you know what? Of course, we're grateful for it. And what amazing growth and knowledge and fun we've had doing this cast. Absolutely. And I really love the article you pulled talking about gratitude and and, and why it's important. And I thought there were some great things in here. Starting off with a big picture from this Axios article about gratitude, it kind of says that shifting our attitudes to focus on giving thanks has a direct link to our well-being. Uh, it goes on to say the case in point, in one study, psychologists recruited a group of participants and asked half to take time weekly to write a few sentences about uh, things that we're grateful for from that week. And the other half wrote about irritations or complaints. So after 10 weeks of this, the group that centered on gratitude felt more optimistic about life than their counterparts. And then the gratitude group saw physical changes as well. Uh, they exercised more and made fewer doctor visits than the group that focused on the negative aspects of life. And Bill, I know you keep a gratitude journal yourself, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, I'm on my third one, and uh, it's very simple. It's like a they have versions of it on, uh, you know, you can order online. It's there's five minute version, six minute version. In the morning, I get up, and much like this study, I assume they had these kids. Is I just write three things that I'm grateful for, and and you know what I'm looking forward to the day, and then you do a little kind of positive affirmation. And it's fun. It is. It's fun to realize once you sit down and you think about things you're grateful for. There's so much. And one of the things as you're doing it every day, you can be even grateful for the pen that you're writing on, for the chair mm. that you're sitting on, you know, for the sun shining on your face from outside. It doesn't always have to be something big, but it's one of those things that just makes me feel so blessed in this time and age that we're in and, and you know, living in this country or wherever you live, listener. Like, what, a, what an amazing time to be alive with all the technology, the health care, you know all of these things that we have, um, there's a lot to be grateful for. And even when I was traveling to Thailand, Mark, and I met people from war-torn countries and people that are going through such difficult things, the interesting thing to me was their attitude and their gratefulness um, towards life because, you know, it's not something I personally experienced. And, of course, it weighs them down at times. Um, but hearing them talk about 
how grateful they are for the people that have survived or their families and, and, and things like that. That was that was really touching and eye-opening. Yeah, absolutely. And real real quick sidebar about things being great before. I mean, you, you had an amazing trip to Thailand. I, I know we've mentioned it some on the podcast, but yes. it, uh, it sounds like that trip was really great. And I, and I remember you telling me about it, specifically like hearing stories from other people and where other people were coming from. It sounded like it gave great perspective, you know, like a, as a gratitude exercise. So that's really cool. Yeah, y'all want to be grateful? Just hop over to Thailand. Um, real easy, quick hop and jump. Um, but absolutely, Mark. Yeah, I think the biggest thing that I love about travel, and I think one of the biggest and best gifts you can give to yourself, and that when I look back at my 40 years of life, um, the, the some of the things that I think I've learned the most from are the times that I left America's shores. I love America. I love our country. But leaving our shores to go spend time around other people in other countries. In Thailand, what's so interesting is not only are the Thai people amazing, of course, um, land of smiles, but it's kind of a, there's a lot of tourists there. So you get people from all over the world as well. And that was the element to me that on top of this magical place with mountains and beautiful islands and amazing cities with all kinds of cool stuff going on is, you know, meeting people who are eager to meet others and share in you know, community and conversation. And I, I, I mean, I wish America, we just had a fund where everyone could spend at least a couple weeks abroad. Uh, come on, Congress. <laughs> come on. But please, if you don't travel, or, and of course, during the pandemic, we couldn't, right? So, you know, that's another reason to get out there and go back and, and, and rediscover or discover for the first time the joys of meeting people that aren't from where you're from. Well said, well said. Uh, and, and going back to the article, there was another study uh, that the article cites where, by researchers from Kent State University, and they tested the effect of writing letters of gratitude to other people. Oh, yeah. And with that, the article says the results were clear. Taking the time to say thank you in writing made people happier, more satisfied with life, and even decreased symptoms of depression. So the bottom line, the article says, is... We feel grateful for all sorts of blessings in life, but most of us rarely take the time to think about those things, let alone write them down. Yeah, that's a practice I need to do more. And that's something as we get towards the end of this episode, y'all, we're going we're gonna to throw a gratefulness at you. We're going to get super grateful and shout out to all the folks that helped us put this amazing podcast together. But yeah, that's one of those things I need to do more. Um, and Mark, you're so good at that. You're so oh, thanks, you're you're a real um, mentor and influence on me because of your ability to thank people and and you're always great at following up with people and letting them know, you know, thank you for helping us with projects and things like that. Where did that come from? Is that just something you've naturally always been good at? You know, that's a good question, Matt. I'm not really sure. I, I mean, I know as far as like keeping up with people. I think when I was like younger, like in college was the first time I tried to learn to start networking. And I was afraid that I lost touch with some people that I really didn't want to lose touch with. And I remember years later, following up with them being like, oh gosh, they're not going to respond or whatever. And a lot of them did. And I was like, oh, so I could just try and stay in touch. And some people you're, you're going to naturally lose touch with and and, sure. and but some people you won't. So it's just like it's just good to try. In fact, in, in college there was one person. Uh, she was an alum, and she kind of came back to give networking advice. And I don't follow it as well as I should. But what she would do is she would, you know, let's say she meets someone, uh, she tries to remember something interesting about them. Bill, you do a great job of doing that. 
And then like a little time will pass and then she'll follow up with them again. And she says that follow-up was just really helpful. So even though I don't mm. necessarily do it exactly the way of she did it, I, I just remember from then just being like, you make an initial contact and then a follow-up later can, can go a long way. So so when you say initial contact follow-up later, is that like a couple weeks later or is there a, a time period that you usually... In, in her example, it was a couple of weeks. Um, okay. But I found that like, you know holidays can be helpful or birthdays can be helpful or you know if there's something you know about that person like i don't know they like some sport and there's a sporting event you know and you're like oh this might be an entry an entry way to starting a conversation with that person again mm -hmm. that's awesome yeah and that's yeah. such a thing and, you know it's some, something as as i love people and i love meeting people and i'm a big extrovert and I do struggle with names. It's just something that I struggle with that I'm, I'm always working on. and But I do find it sometimes easier to remember the details about someone versus their name. Like if they tell me an interesting story about a place they've been or what they do or, you know, maybe something silly that happened to them the day that I met them. Um, and I, 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 one thing I'll say to folks uh, that are sometimes embarrassed when they don't remember someone's name, it works very well for me is just to admit it <laughs> or just to go up and, and, and treat them like an old friend is another way to, to get around that. Um, and I'm very grateful for being able to see people that I know and, uh, make them feel like I know their name, even though I can't remember. <laughs> And that includes you, uh, some of you listeners. I hope that <laughs> know that if I ever see you, I will just pretend and just treat me like a friend. You can you can throw something at, at me, and and that'll just make me happy that I get to say hello. Absolutely. You know, Bill, staying on this gratitude train, another topic we wanted to discuss today uh, was the artist way, and which is a book we've referenced, you know, many times throughout the show, as well as just kind of the topic or the idea of why creating art. And trusting your instincts is so important, you know, and it's kind of we, as we wrap up this creative project that we've done seems like a fitting, fitting subject, you know? Yeah. And The Artist's Way is a book by Julia Cameron, and it had a huge impact on both Mark and I's creative life. We've done it, you know, separately and together. It's a, it's a book where you do kind of 12 weeks of um, looking through just your own art, your own creativity, and maybe some blocks that happen to pretty much all of us as we're growing up, you know? It's the kind of thing where if you ask, a, if you go into a kindergarten class and ask who in here can dance, everyone's going to raise their hand, usually most everyone, and they will all start dancing. If you go into a high school classroom and you ask who in here can dance, you know, maybe one person in the back kind of halfway raises a hand and, oh, I do actually ballroom dancing or, or whatever. It's it, it, as time goes on. Sometimes we we repress a lot of those creative urges and to fit in, or you know, because of whatever reason. And artist way is not telling you necessarily to go out and dance <laughs> everywhere all the time, but um, which I, is fun. Uh, but it's telling you to create art, trust your instincts, and um, not listen to that inner critic that we all have that says your art isn't good enough, or you're too old to start learning how to draw or paint or play guitar. Because uh, you never are too old. Absolutely agreed. And, you know, I was uh, flipping through uh, my copy of Artist Way and I have, you know, random quotes kind of like underlined or, yeah. or highlighted. So some of these don't have, there's much more context that comes with them, but I just was flipping through just looking for some things that seemed kind of interesting that, you know, I try to remember. And so uh, somewhat related to like trusting your instincts and things. Here's one quick line uh, from the book uh, by Julia Cameron. And it's uh, what we really want to do 
is what we are really meant to do. When we do what we are meant to do, money comes to us, doors open for us, we feel useful, uh, and the work we do feels like play to us. And so what I kind of took from that is like learning how to listen to, you know, whether it's like that urge to dance you mentioned, Bill, or whatever it is that you really want to do, even if it's um, scary, the more we can kind of try to, you know, embrace that, that can lead to some fun, cool opportunities, wh- whatever those opportunities might be. We'll be right back with more ridiculous news after this short break. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always gonna have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are now tuned in to Ridiculous News.
right, y'all. So we're back and we wanted to chat some about chat GPT. And Bill, I heard about this from you. And last weekend, you showed it to me in action. And so for those of you that hadn't heard about it yet, you'd be like, chat GPT, what's that? So chat GPT is a language model developed by OpenAI. It's it's a type of AI model that is trained to generate human-like text based on a given prompt or input. Uh, so ChatGPT is based on the transformer architecture and is one of the largest language models available with over 175 billion parameters. The model is trained on a diverse range of texts, including books, articles, websites, and social media. So it has a wide range of knowledge and can generate text that is similar to what a human might write. This makes it useful for a variety of natural language processing tasks, such as language translation, text summarization, question answering, and text generation. Uh, ChatGPT has been used to develop conversational AI systems where the model is integrated into a chatbot or virtual assistant. The goal of these systems is to enable people to have natural, human-like conversations with AI. And that whole description that I just read was from ChatGPT. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yeah. What the hell? It's so weird, y'all. It's yeah. one of the fastest growing. It, it, it quickly in one month gained more users than Instagram or TikTok, um, which is insane. Um, 100 million monthly users. And, you know, Bill Gates, in this article about Bill from Bill Gates on MSNBC.com, you know, he talks about how he thinks it's the most important innovation right now kind of an easy thing to say, but it is really interesting and it does raise some moral questions. And we were talking about this the other day, Mark, is I tend to, when I see things like this that are change and my brain initially resists it, I'm like, I don't know, change is life. Life is change. You mm -hmm. know, things, there's many, many tools that we now use second nature that when they first came out, we might've been like, oh, those are going to take away jobs or, um, you know, whatever. And so, you know, when you think about could ChatGP become detrimental to society? That as a question, you know, here's a couple answers to that is what are some ways that that could become detrimental? And one is misinformation and propaganda, right? Is there's AI models like ChatGPT um, that might amplify misinformation because they're based on data from the internet. So it might amplify misinformation, propaganda, and that could have serious consequences, particularly in the realm of politics and news where false information can spread quickly and have real world impacts hmm. um, also could affect bias and discrimination um they're unbiased in the data they are trained on these azis are but if the data contains biases and stereotypes the model will reflect them of course and that can amplify you know racism and discriminatory practices it's job displacement you know more human workers could leave certain industries and that could exacerbate economic inequality and finally dependence on technology we might become more dependent on technology to just do normal everyday things and that could have unintended consequences such as the loss of privacy and the emergence of new forms of control and manipulation in all of those reasons that chat gp could become detrimental to society is what chat gpt told me when i asked it how could chat gpt come become detrimental to society which is mind-blowing again mind-blowing that it it has that capability. So overall, when I asked ChatGPT uh, how it could become detrimental to society, besides those four reasons, its summary was, it's important to note that these potential negative impacts are not inherent to AI models like ChatGPT, but rather a result of how they are developed, 
trained, and used to mitigate these risks, it is important to develop and use these models in a responsible and ethical manner with proper oversight and regulation. So basically it was screaming, please don't kill me, no! (laughs) (laughs) This is how Skynet gets us, everybody. Yeah. Speaking of Skynet, let's move on to another segment uh, we call Making It Spooky. So we've yeah. giving guests a chance to make things spooky, but we figured, hey, let's play with each other uh, real quick. Uh, so how about we kind of go one after the other, where I'll share a headline with you, you read it, you make it spooky, you can share one with me, we'll go back and forth a couple times. Perfect. Great. Awesome. Perfect. So I'm going to send one to you right now. All right. Electric cars are already making California healthier. <laughs> All right, all right, Mike, here you go. Here's one for you. Minnesota House passes universal school meals, providing free breakfast and lunch to students. (laughs) That is definitely a horror movie uh, VO vibe. I love it. I love it. All right, here's one coming your way. Oh, my God. Wow, the cat Elvis is foster king to more than 100 kittens. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. Good <laughs> <laughs> Yes. And final last one, Mark. I'll just yeah. shoot this at you. Last of the Super Tuskers. Sending Kenya's majestic megafauna! <laughs> oh no, he died. This guy died at the end of reading it. Oh, there you go. That's that's <laughs> make it spooky. Whenever we have guests on, uh, we always give flowers, and so I wanted to give Mark Kindle some flowers. And in this one case, it's okay for us to give flowers. <laughs> Normally, we don't let the guests give flowers back, but we ain't guests today. It's mm-hmm. just us, y'all. So Mark Kindle is one of the greatest friends I've ever had in my life. He's one of the most talented people I've ever met. He is just a joy and someone who brings such a passion and energy into everything that he does. And not only that, Mark, I think one of the things that's incredible about you, besides your amazing creativity, the way that you can you know, make ideas that are hard to communicate into a fun, easy to communicate way with sketches, um, you know, your, your ability, I mean, you're always there. Whenever you need Mark Kendall, he is there probably early um, <laughs> and ready to go. Uh, but it's your sense of community, man. It's the way that you have made Atlanta a better city to live in and the way that you consistently show up and support other artists and are advocate for other artists. Like, I mean, you do it for your own work as well, but I think that is such a a big part of Atlanta and why you've been so influential and continue and will forever be so influential on the cities because of, you know, your support for people in the arts, whether it's comedy or dance or, you know, you, you name it. Um, it's amazing to see and, and, and a big inspiration for me as, as a friend and an artist. Bill, thank you for those flowers, man. That's super kind, and I, I really appreciate it. Uh, I'm very excited to be able to give flowers to you back, you know, or give these flowers back to you, man. Uh, I, I tell people this when I get the fort- good fortune to introduce you. Dude, you're the most talented filmmaker I've ever worked with. E- easy. Ah. You know what I mean? Like, 
And, uh, you know, for those listening, like, filming comedy is just not an easy thing to do. I mean, like, I, I don't know how else to put it. It's difficult. It's really hard. And it's, it's, it's one thing to get be able to, like, capture, you know, like, maybe try to get a good performance out of someone or to know how to, like, record good sound that will, like, get a good comedic performance or to chop it up in some way. But, Bill, you know how to do all of it and bring it together, you know? And um, it's just so rare. I, I've just never seen that before. And, and it's really incredible. And, you know, going a little further talking about you as a person, dude, I learned so much from you. It's just like you have this um, zeal and, like, love for both life and for people, you know? And, you know, some, something I've learned from you a lot, you know, you're great at talking to folks. And something that you do really well when you talk to folks is like, in, and I've learned this from you, it's like, you are interesting, but you are also interested. So you're able to, it's like this really great give and take, and you really do embody that, you really do live that, you know? And uh, it's really inspiring. It's really inspiring to see that. And uh, and it's easy to see too, because it's like, I see people drawn to you, you know? And uh, and so so that's really cool. And, and one of my one of my favorite things is watching that happen, you know, because it's like I've known for I've known you for a while, you know. So right, it's just right. like, and so it's cool to see people get to know Bill, and then later they come back to me and they're like, "Man, Bill's awesome!" Like before uh, when you were in Thailand when you were traveling, uh, we had a guest on the podcast. Uh, you weren't here; they didn't know you weren't going to be here. And they're like, "Where's Bill?" <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Oh, yeah, man. So yeah, man. So it's just like, uh, and and the other thing too is just like I think because you know you so clearly want to get to know people, you want to be with people, you know, you know people interest you, they excite you. Mm-hmm. That's also why like I trust you so much when it comes to like whether we're working on something like be a comedic or just having like conversations about life, you know. Like, I listen to you and I take your word for things when there's sometimes when I might be like, I don't know, unsure about something or like timid about something. Like, like for example, is this offensive? That might come up a lot because we do like a lot of comedy. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, like, yeah, yeah. and um, and it's just like, I'll, I'll take, like, I'll definitely take your word for it when like we're pushing something a little further. And that's been super helpful for me uh, to see because it's just like, I think you can kind of like, I don't know. It's like you can kind of see like above a lot of the stuff that can be distracting in front. Um, and so seeing you do that and like learning from you from that is also just something else that's uh, really valuable. Really Man, valuable. I've, it's like I've wanted to stop you for like a whole <laughs> like, minute. Like, this is too much. This is too much. For our audience, thank you so much for listening to us love on each other because we genuinely do yep. love each other. And I we genuinely love y'all. And we have so many amazing people to thank and thank you mark for those i mean that i'll never forget that likely it's oh, recorded, likewise, it's likewise. recorded so i can listen to it again so <laughs> uh, but what i mean ridiculous news as we come to this end you know there's so many people to thank and we can go back and forth on this mark, sure but Tar- tari our amazing producer is just i mean i love her i know <laughs> she's listening to this and cutting it up and adding cool sound effects and it's just been such a pleasure and a joy to get to know her you know, throughout making this and what a talented person in so many ways. Mm-hmm. And I hope that we can continue to work with her because Tara, you're a badass. Yeah. I mean, we, Bill and I, we had never done a podcast like this before. Mm-hmm. And so there was a lot of things that we didn't know 
and so I can only imagine what that's like to work with as a producer, right. you know. Yeah, good point. And yeah. uh, but I mean, Tari did such a great job of leading us through, you know, certain elements of learning how to make this podcast and making it what it was. Uh, in addition to being just very pleasant to work with, uh, right. and so that was uh, a real gift. So th- thank you, Tari, for being amazing. And you know who else is awesome? Uh, Casey, Casey yeah. Willis. Oh my gosh, uh, mm-hmm. what a um, our amazing researcher and friend, and um, a very talented podcaster in her own right. Absolutely. So when we approached Casey to be a researcher, I mean, Casey's got her own podcast. She's got her own like very busy artistic life. So we we just wanted her to be involved in this podcast in some way. And unfortunately, she said yes. Lucky for us, she said yes. And so she got the voice of the show so quickly and was so good at being able to pull fun, interesting, surprising stories for us and break them down in a way that we could then relate to you. So her job was so important and she just knocked it out of the park. Um, It was fantastic. Yeah. And and then Ben and Noel, our executive producers, Ben Bolin and Noel Brown. Ben has been such a good friend for a decade if not yeah. more i would just feel like an old man but what <laughs> amazing performer to watch and play and just such a genuine nice guy such a great friend and what an amazing opportunity that he threw our way yeah we we've known ben for such a long time and so getting a chance to work with him you know in this capacity was a great change and like fun to do and uh getting to see him more in his element as a podcaster, as an executive producer, was like, oh, snap. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize my friend had this superpower. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right? Yeah. 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 And then Noel Brown, I mean, what just what a voice, what a man, the legend, the Absolutely. beard, everything yeah. about him. Uh, I, I just, and, and another great mentor and, and someone that I hope I get to play music with someday because the, yeah. the guy's got an awesome, uh, you know, he's an awesome musician, does all kinds of awesome stuff. And so thank you so much to Noel. Yes. Thank of you, Of course. Noel. Yeah. Uh, Got to thank iHeart, you know, mm-hmm. giving us the opportunity to make this pod and working with them has been great as well. You know, like yeah. uh, everyone's been super nice. Everyone from marketing, you know what I'm saying? Like all the yeah. different departments we've had a chance to, you know, cross paths with. have all had just like a really positive vibe about them. And that's been really nice. Uh, and our, our family of other podcasts, you know, Ridiculous mm-hmm. Romance, um, Ridiculous Crime, mm-hmm. Ridiculous History. And yeah, of course, iHeart. Thank you all so much for giving us this opportunity. Everyone that works there has been amazing. And all of our guests, all of our listeners. Yeah, uh, we had so many amazing guests, you know, from all over. Um, special shout out to the Atlanta comedy scene, I'll say, you know, the, um, hopping in and doing characters with us. Um, and also so many people that we kind of met for the first time on this podcast or people that we had worked with yeah. and admired, but got a chance to get to know better from these conversations. What a treat. And y'all, th- that brings us to our final segment. Um, and always a favorite of ours is the spring of inspiring inspirations and Mark, you usually read these, so I'm going to make you read it. But I pulled something that hopefully folks can relate to and uh, uh, to leave them on a good note. Yeah, this is a great pick, Bill. So the quote is, every new beginning comes from some other beginning's end. And that's from Semisonic. Yeah, we all know that tune. 
Do you hear it in your head? Do you hear the melody? <laughs> yeah, y'all. Oh, my God. I just am so grateful to all the friends, all our listeners who've reached out and given us amazing feedback. And for y'all to be part of this journey with us, it means so much. We hope that, you know, you have had some fun things to to laughs with us as you've been along with these characters and with our guests and also just fun things to talk to your friends and family about, about the wildness of the stories that get below the fold and don't always get attached. But if I hope if we leave you with anything, it's the fact that that gratefulness and, and giving each other flowers and letting people know how you feel about them and encouraging a little bit of silliness and goofiness in your life makes life worth living. Well said, Bill. And I'll just kind of say, you know, we love you. Thank you so much, listeners. This was just an amazing opportunity. Uh, and please stay in touch with us. We're going to keep making stuff and we're excited to share whatever we make next with y'all. Mm, yeah. Follow us. You know, I'm at, at Whirly Bird Pictures on IG, uh, at Ridiculous News Podcast. We'll have any information about the podcast. Yeah. And, and you can follow me on IG at Mark Kendall Comedy, y'all. Yeah, you can see a lot of our fun sketches on there. Please check it out. Mm -hmm. See you around, everybody. Bye, y'all. Ridiculous News is hosted by Mark Kendall and Bill Worley. Executive producers are Ben Bolin and Noel Brown. Produced and edited by Tari Harrison. Research provided by Casey Willis. And theme music by Four Eyes and Dr. Delight. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi. I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from The Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.